Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. This is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again on Thursday morning, heading into week 10 of the NFL season. That's right, it's double digit time. Not only that, we are officially at the midway point of the season. Uh, you could say, well, there's 17 games. How do you do that now? Well, there's 18 weeks. So you're you're nine weeks down, you got nine weeks to go. The only question is which week do you have your, or which half of the season do you have your bye? The Steelers have had their bye. They're eight games in. They got nine left. This is the middle point game for them. This is the midway part. So technically at halftime of this game, the Steelers are halfway done. They're games of the regular season. But when you look at it from a week standpoint, it is now halfway done. Nine weeks down, nine weeks to go. So the Steelers are sitting at five and three. They are in second place in the AFC North. They are right there in the playoff hunt. They are only one game back of the Baltimore Ravens in the in the division, and they still get to play them twice. So there's a lot going on. The Steelers, you know, hold their own destiny, but at the same time, is this team really a team that has a lot of confidence with their fans? A lot of fans. Say no, I'm like, I don't blame you for not having confidence, but don't downplay wins. Just don't downplay that the Steelers aren't a, you know, that they're, that they're winning the game, but they're not doing well enough in their wins. I'm going to say it again. I would rather the Pittsburgh Steelers be coming in to play the 0-8 Detroit Lions on a game in which they had to come from behind and win a two-point game in the fourth quarter rather than coming in from a game that they won 50 to nothing. I would, because too many times after that big, you know, oh, look, we finally put it all together. This is not a team. Is there any point in the season so far with this team that you feel like they have it all together? No. They need to keep working at it. That's very important for them to keep doing. That's what needs to happen with this team. They've got to keep working. And I know I I, I said this on another show. I'm not going to go into that same rant that I did. I know the fans would feel better if the Steelers were winning by more points. But you know what? How the fans feel about the team isn't in their confidence isn't isn't what matters. What matters is this team continuing to grow and continuing to get better. And we're going to look at that in the second half of this show. We're going to say, okay, which, where are the Steelers trending? Which way are they going? Um, where are some areas where they're, where they're going in the right direction areas where they might not be. And it's not about being a finished product in November. It's about being a finished product but at the end of the season, getting on a roll, but winning along the way in order to put you in the postseason. I would much rather the Steelers be that finished product in January because last January, they were anything but a finished product. So that's just that's just kind of how I feel about it right now. So just put that out there a little bit. Um, the Steelers aren't winning the Super Bowl in November. They simply aren't. You're not winning the Super Bowl in November. The Steelers did lose a game in November last year. But being right there in in November isn't what's important. Because if you go back and look at, I don't know, let's say maybe the Super Bowl champion from last year who had five games in November, the Steelers technically didn't because they didn't get to play their their next game until until December because of that whole debacle. But anyway, um, the, the team that won the Super Bowl last year, they went two and three. In November, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Now, they didn't lose any games after November. That was the key. After their November was done, they just went on a streak and didn't lose anymore. But they went two and three. They had lost three of their last four in the month of November. But and Because guess what? Being that finished product at that point of the season isn't what's important. What's important, I mean, Grant, you don't want to be terrible, but at the same time, you need to be a team that's improving and figuring it out and continuing to get there. And that's what the Steelers team needs to go, needs to do. So let's look at this. Let's take a look at this last week's game. Uh, I kind of you know went off of that a little bit and uh, plenty there. That uh, what, what, what happened? What's going on? What were some of the good? What were some of the bad? I'm going to just highlight some of the numbers. Okay. Uh, one thing that was really nice was how about the Steelers scoring a touchdown off of a turnover, not scoring on the turnover, but scoring a touchdown following a turnover on the ensuing drive, the points off turnovers. All right. You don't have to return it to get the score. The Steelers had not done that all season, but when Cam Hayward pulled down the interception, the Steelers finished it off with a touchdown. That's the first time they've done that this year. You got to continue to do that. If you're going to take the ball away, you got to put points on the board and not just points, sevens. All right. The other thing is what helped them with that drive and the and another drive along the way of their three touchdown drives. Two of them were aided by the Steelers going for it on fourth down just outside of the red zone, but in field goal range on fourth and one, and they went for it and they got them both. They were two for two on fourth down. That was a big deal because the Steelers could have chosen to kick field goals there. You're talking about eight points that you would have, well, seven, because they they missed an, an extra point on, on one of the touchdowns. So that's a seven point difference right there by going for it on fourth down. So they went for it and got it. Then if they go for it and don't get it, that's an even bigger swing. So the fact that the Steelers offense and they're, and you, you had enough confidence in them to go for it on fourth down and they executed just enough to get it done. I know some people would be upset. Oh, wow. Fourth and short. And they barely made the line to gain. You know what? Barely making the line to gain is still a first down. You know, if, if, if Ben Roethlisberger would have barely made the line to gain when he scrambled in the, in the final minute, the Steelers would have been kicking a, a field goal with zeros on the clock. Um, but that's a, that's a whole nother issue. Um, some of the negative is like 21 points in the fourth quarter. Steelers get up 21 points. Now, I'll kind of say this, and this is kind of what the Steelers are going to be looking at um, going into um, this coming week. I probably should have saved this for one of the last things to talk about, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it now. And that is, you, you gave up 21 points in the fourth quarter, but when you've got a, you're going up against a team that's down by 14 points late in the third quarter, you know what they start to do? They start to play a little bit desperate. They start to take chances and you hope that they pay off. And when they do, you get momentum going. Then all you need is one crazy play, like a fumble on a punt return, and you get seven points that way, and you're right back in it. I, I remember a friend of mine growing up, something he used to say playing softball. He's like, hey, we're back in this. All we need is a couple of hits, a couple of walks, a bloop, and a blast. And boom, we're right back in it. You know, just some things to fall the right way. You know, you you need the bloop in there is what they talk about. So, yeah, and unfortunately, you know, the Bears got the bloop. And they they did a nice job getting back into the game, trying to take advantage of it. And you're like, well, how can you let a team do that? If you're a fan of Pittsburgh sports, think of 
let's use a hockey analogy and let's even specifically look at the Pittsburgh Penguins and let's look at the game they had last Saturday. They were playing the Minnesota is the wild. I can't even remember their, their mascot. They're playing Minnesota. We'll say that. And the Penguins were up four to two late in the third quarter. The team is down two goals and there's like four minutes left in, I said in the third quarter, in the third period. Sorry, I still got football in the mind. So it's the third period. It's late in the game, four minutes left, and you pull the goalie. I know I, it's so funny because I remember some young hockey fans saying to me, I hate it when teams pull the goalie. You're just giving them a chance to, to score an easy goal. Yeah, well, they still have to do it, but you're giving yourself a better chance to get a goal. Well, what happens The Steelers are playing a desperate team? You know, they're in a de- desperate situation, not afraid to say, hey, we'll, we'll see if we can keep from giving up that goal. And what do you know? The Wild scored two goals. In the final, I mean, the one was with like one second left to send it to overtime where they ultimately won. So that's what happens when teams are in desperate situations. And the Steelers are going to be facing a team that's pretty much in a desperate situation as soon as the ball's kicked off on Sunday because they haven't won a game and they'll do whatever it takes um, to, to try to eke one out. So you've got to realize that sometimes you just go up against those kind of things and you need to rise to the occasion. Okay. Um, some more numbers from the game. Uh, nice to see Pat Framuth with two touchdowns. We're going to talk. We're going to mention something about that a little bit later. Um, then, then here was here's the thing. When the Steelers got the turnover after Renegade, Boswell recovers the the strip. James Pierre gets the strip. I mean, they're just they're on the cusp of field goal range. They even get a first down. But in all, after giving up a sack. They gained three yards on that drive on the next turnover. I mean, as the first time you get a turnover, you get a takeaway, seven points. This time, three yards, and they were almost already in field goal range. You've got to get some points on the board in that case, and and they didn't, um, and it just all went from there. Um, another bad number: the Steelers gave up 414 yards to the Bears, but they gave up almost they gave up so many of them in the second half. I mean. I'm pretty sure that there was almost an even breakdown in yards between the first half, the third quarter, and the fourth quarter. Yeah, they scored. But I already talked about the team kind of playing a little bit desperate, but that's the thing with the Steelers. One play, one big play, and I thought they had it on on the on the fumble recovery on the kickoff. There's the big play they needed. Let's just seal the game, and they can't do anything with it, and then they end up giving up their own big play um, not long after that. So or maybe it was before that I can't, wherever it fell in, but that that's, that's something you've got to be on the, on the good end of the, of the big splash plays. Steelers were plus one in turnover margin. If they weren't, they probably lose. Um, and gotta love Chris Boswell first kicker to ever hit multiple 50 yard field goals in the same game at Heinz field. Not only that, he did it in the same quarter. They were all in the fourth quarter. He had a 54, a 52, and then the 40-yard winner. So that's that's some of the numbers from last week. And the most important number, I'm still going to say it. People don't like they didn't score enough points. They let the Bears back in. You know what? They got win number five. They got win number five. Yes. Oh my goodness, you're, you know, appreciate the win, but realize, hey, there's work to be done. Don't complain about it. Fix it. Don't complain that the Steelers didn't score enough, you know. 
work hard to fix it. Now I know, and that's the problems with fans is that you have, you have no way to fix it, but you've got to trust that the Steelers are going to work hard to fix it. So I've got a couple things I want to highlight before the break. Then after the break, we're going to roll into our typical um, breaking down the two opponents. And I want to do that first before I get into the last thing, because I'm going to look at some of the numbers with the Steelers and compare it to see where they're trending right now at the midway point. So a couple things that I want to highlight is the Steelers did continue the Monday night football streak. Now it has to be specifically Monday night football and not a Monday game because the Steelers played a game on a Monday last year that they lost, but that was that five o'clock game against Washington because they had played the Wednesday before it got bumped back a day, but it wasn't, it wasn't Monday night football. But if you look at strictly Monday night football games, you have to go all the way back to 1991 in week seven against the New York giants um, where the, for the Steelers to have lost at home. Sorry, this is at home on Monday night football where they lost at home on Monday night football, 1991. So if you want to go back that far, you got to think of it this way. Who were the Steelers that were even alive at that time that are on the current team? It's very simple. It was Ben Roethlisberger. It was Cam Hayward. It was Joe Hayden. And it was baby Chris Boswell. That's all. BJ Finney, who is also 30, wasn't born for another 12 days. I tweeted something out about this that I thought that was interesting. So that's all that was, that's all the only players that were even alive the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers lost a game on Monday Night Football at home. Not that that matters anything to them. It's just kind of fun to, to talk about. Now, another thing, I've got to check my list here. I've got some, some other things to talk about is that, uh, let's see, what one's this one? Oh, how about the, how about the rushing for a hundred yard streak now that the Steelers have? Not how many games they've done it in a row. But when they do hit 100 yards, how many games in a row that they've won? They are now up to 21 straight games that the Steelers hit 100 yards rushing. Not one person, just as a team. 100 yards rushing, they win the game. The last time the Steelers didn't win a game when they rushed for 100 yards was their week one tie in 2018. So then you say, okay, well, they still haven't lost. When's the last time the Steelers lost a game where they were where they rushed for a hundred yards. Well, really that streak goes back because the Steelers have it's 24 games that they haven't lost when they hit a hundred yards. And the last one that they lost there was the infamous week 15 of 2017 hosting the new England Patriots, a game that we still like to say, Jesse James caught that ball. Jesse James catches that ball. The Steelers win that game. Then that streak would have continued because that streak was was a pretty decent streak before that game where they lost. To go before the Jesse James game, you'd have to go all the way back to week six of the 2016 season at Miami for the last time the Steelers rushed for 100 yards and didn't win the game. So that right there is telling you um, – it's just a, a nice, interesting, fun stat. It's not like, oh, let's just keep running the ball until we get 100 and we'll win. No, it's based on how the game plays out. I've said that a bunch of times, but still, I'll say it again. Um, how about the Steelers rookies? How about the Steelers rookies? How about this? There are four players. Now, this isn't counting quarterbacks and passing touchdowns. This is talking about total touchdowns, you know, rushing, receiving. There are four rookies in the NFL this season that have four or more touchdowns, four of them. Two of them are on the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Because if you look at it, the two players that have four touchdowns are Kenneth Gainwell running back uh, for the Eagles and Pat Freiermuth tight end for the Steelers. They have four. Najee Harris for the Steelers has six, only one behind Jamar Chase of the Bengals. So the Steelers, I mean, the Steelers rookies there are, are, are showing up. So I just find that an interesting stat um, that that's what the, what the rookies are doing. And last but not least, there's a real interesting, I tweeted this out. So you might've, if you follow me on Twitter, it's STLR super fan dad. Um, this was one that I tweeted out. The BTSC account retweeted it. And so did Michael Beck. A lot of people have seen it and liked it and commented on, but It's about the Steelers matching up against the Detroit Lions. And that is the last time the Steelers lost to the Lions, many people remember, was an overtime loss in Detroit on Thanksgiving, the infamous coin flip game, um, where Jerome Bettis called one thing and the official said he said something else and they never, and they lost the flip and lost the game. And it's still a crazy thing to this day. But they lost that game. The Steelers also lost in 1983 to the Lions on Thanksgiving. We don't want to talk about that one because they lost 45 to three on that one. And uh, yeah, and they were, they were actually favored to win that game. But anyway, um, those are the only two losses that the Steelers have in the Super Bowl era. They were both on Thanksgiving. The Steelers are 0-2 against the Lions on Thanksgiving. But since the Super Bowl era, the Steelers are are 13 and 0 against the Detroit Lions on games not on Thanksgiving. Doesn't matter if it's in Detroit or in Pittsburgh. The last time the Steelers lost to the Lions when on a game that wasn't on Thanksgiving was in Detroit to open the season in week 1 in 1962, which was the first game of the season for one Dick LeBeau in his fourth season in the NFL. You know, and, and Dick, Dick LeBeau played through 1972. He played a, he played a lot of years, but it was in his fourth year they beat the Steelers. Not on Thursday, not on Thanksgiving. That was the last time. So that's just some fun numbers. I'll be right back. We're gonna we're gonna run down in the second half of the show uh, the matchup with the Steelers and the Lions, and then we're gonna kind of see where the Steelers are headed right now. See see where they could how they're doing and and how they're which way they're moving. So stick around, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Let's get rolling here with the Steelers Stat Geek. I'm just happy that the nerds of Steel were joining me as I spout off a few numbers here. Let's look at this breakdown of the Steelers facing off at Heinz Field on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. The last time they played the Lions at Heinz Field, I was at the game. It was I, I was before I was a season ticket holder. It was actually the first game I took my dad to at Heinz Field. I hadn't been to Heinz Field since 2004 
when my wife got me tickets in Ben's rookie year, the day after Christmas, that, that was a great story. Um, but then I hadn't been there forever. I'd been watching football games. I've been watching the Steelers play in Washington. I actually had some, I had season tickets with a friend in Washington for a while. Cause it was closer to me. Um, even though the traffic was so horrendous, it took longer to get home than it would from Pittsburgh. But then I finally had an opportunity to get some tickets to Steeler games. And I took my dad to a game and we went and saw them face the Detroit lions. It was the last time they played at Heinz field. Um, Calvin Johnson had, I can't remember if it was two or three touchdowns. Um, and he's in the hall of fame now. So that's the last time these, these teams played at, at Heinz field. Um, you know, Matt Stafford's now in LA. Uh, Will Allen had an interception to kind of seal the game. That just kind of tells you um, how, how long it's been since, since they played these NFC teams uh, at home. But anyway, let's, let's look at this. This is the 0 and 8 Detroit lions. Let's look at their ranks versus the Steelers. We'll start with the offense um, total yards. They are actually really close. They're, they're, they're ranked one behind the other. The Steelers are 25th and the lions are 26th um, in, in total offensive yards at the Steelers are at just over 324 yards. Um, and the Lions are just over 321 yards. They're only three yards apart. So then you look at the points scored. That's where you get some difference because the Lions offense is only, I mean, they're 29th. They average 16.75 points a game, 29th in the NFL. Where the Steelers, they're 23rd. They have 20, 20 and an eighth points, 20.125. Um is is where is where they're sitting right now. So which is 23rd. So it's, you know, better than Detroit, but you know, these teams actually offensively have a lot of similar statistics. Um running the ball. Detroit, they're 93 and an eighth yards per game. They're 26th. The Steelers are 88 and three eighths of a yard per game. They're 28th. They're not separated by very much. So you're looking at two teams that offense offensively don't have a lot different from a number standpoint, but they're also both playing in different game situations. Okay. Because the, here's the lions. Their, their top rank is their air attack. They have, they do 228 yards. They're 21st. That's still not quite as good as the Steelers that are 235.75 yards per game. And they are 19th. So um, both teams, um, when it comes to turnovers, the Steelers are tied for the seventh fewest. I mean, if you say, you know, with number with top rank being the lowest amount of turnovers per game, uh, the Steelers are tied uh, for seventh with eight turnovers that they've had, where the Lions are tied for twentieth with eleven. So that's a little bit of a discrepancy there. And then the Steelers have been sacked eighteen times, which is tied for nineteenth in the NFL, and the Lions have been sacked twenty three times, which is tied for twenty fifth. So that's where they match up offensively. Not a big difference there. Where you get the big difference now is when you look at the defense. That's really what it comes down to. So let's get into the defense. The Lions, they they are giving up an average of 378.875 yards per game. That's 25th in the NFL. The Steelers are giving up 354 and a quarter yards per game. That's 14th. So the Steelers are just better than average where the Lions are towards the bottom. All right. Here's the big one. Here's where you kind of know what, you know, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save the points. I'm going to, I'll tell you, it's the points, but I'll come back to it because I want to, let's look at the other yards and then see how they come back. The rushing yards given up 
The Lions give up 134.5 yards per game. They're 29th in the league. The Steelers give up 109.75 yards per game. They're 15th in the league. So the Steelers, you know, middle of the road, Lions, 29th, you know, at the bottom. Now, when you talk about pass defense, this is where it's different. They're shockingly, these two teams are separated by one yard. They've both played eight games. They're separated by one yard. The Lions have given up 900 or sorry, 1,955 yards and the Steelers have given up 1,956 yards. So the, the Lions are 14th with the Steelers being 15th. And the only difference is in their average is an eighth of a yard because they're only one yard apart. It's 244.375 versus 244.5. So they're 14th and 15th. Um, real quick, and the takeaways, they're pretty close. The Steelers have eight takeaways. They're tied for 21st. The the, the Lions have seven takeaways. They're t- tied for 27th. When the, the number of sacks, the Steelers are sixth with 22, and the Lions are tied for 29th with 14. So a big difference with sacking the quarterback between these two teams. That's the only dif- the, the big difference when it comes to the other things, other than the biggest one of all is points. The Detroit Lions are giving up 30.5 points per game. It's 31st in the NFL. The Steelers are giving up 21.125 points per game. They're ninth in the NFL. That's the difference right now between these two teams is the number of points they surrender. You know, the yardage, um, like I said, the passing yardage is pretty even. Uh, the rushing yardage, the Steelers is my, are much better. So I said last week about, oh, the Steelers or the Bears, the Steelers can run the Bears um, maybe when, I mean, they got over hundred yards, but they didn't run that great. They had a lot of times with, they struggled to run. So, so you look at that and you say, okay, um, that was what I want to do because I said the, because last week I said that the bears were 25th against the run and 11th against the pass. This time you're talking about the lions that are 14th against the pass, but 29th against the run. So it's even um, a, a little bit of a weaker run defense. Now, to finish things off here with some numbers, what I did is I went back and I said, I've been pulling these ranks every game since going into week four against the Packers. I didn't do it the first three weeks because there wasn't enough of a sample size to really get where teams rank. I felt that one game is just one game. Two games, you could have big discrepancies. After three games is when you can really start to get a better average. You know, one game is more of an outlier than the other two. So it it helps put things more in perspective. So I waited until three games going into week four to start doing all these averages. And what I did was I went back and I, I compiled all these, not the numbers themselves of all the Steelers are averaging 88.375 yards a game. I have all those, but that's not what I'm going to, you know, get into now. I'm looking at where they stand in the NFL ranks. Where do they rank against other teams? And which way are those ranks going? So let's let's just look at it this way. Like on offense, the yards. The Steelers going into the Packers game, going into week four, they were 25th. Going into week 10, they're 25th. Now what happened is they dipped down to 27th for three for three games and then came up to 24th before settling back to 25th. So they were so they were where they were. They they took a dive for three weeks, came up high, and then settled back down. So that's where they are with yards. Points. This is one that's more important to me. They were 28th in the NFL in points going into week four. 
Now they're up to 23rd. They were they went from 28th, dipped even lower to 29th after the Packers game, and then they've been climbing ever since. They went 27, 26, 26 until now this week they are up to 23rd in points. So that's trending in the right direction. You got to keep rising up that rank. Same with the rushing yards. My goodness, when I started looking at this, the Steelers were dead last in rushing yards, just like they were last year. Going into week four, going into week five was the same. Then they started to climb. They move up to 31, up to 29. Now for the last two weeks, they've been up to 28, and they're just about ready you know, to bust out even higher than that if they continue to give us these uh, games of rushing for more than 100 yards. Uh, before you know it, that average is going to start to get better. Unlike last year when the Steelers were trending completely in the opposite direction in their run game, where they started strong and just completely fizzled. This is different this season. It's on the rise. And that's what you, that's what you want to see with everything with these teams. You want to be on the rise. You want to continue to, to, to constantly rise through the season and just get better and get better and keep doing things. And last but not least, um, passing yards. The Steelers have actually gone down in this category, and I don't think that's a bad thing. They were 13th in passing yards going into week four. Then they dropped then they dropped to 16th, down to 19th, back up to 15th, then to 16th, and now they're back at 19th again. That's not a bad thing. You don't want to have to pass the football for crazy amounts of yards. We've said that so many times. Like, just look at Ben Roethlisberger in the playoffs. I think it's one of those things that, like, if he throws for more than, uh, like, 250 yards, the Steelers lose. You know, you don't want him to have to throw that much. So there's the offense. Let's real quick run through the defense and see which way they're going and which way they're trending here at the midway point. All right, uh, the Steelers uh, – it. In yards given up, they were 13th going into week four. They're 14th going into week 10. You know, they took a dip though. They were 13th. Then, you know, as they were, as things were going, they dipped to 16, stayed at 16 for two weeks, back up to 13. They went up to 11 for week nine, but then settled back down to 14 here going into week 10. So that's kind of where they're trending. They're a little bit up and down, but, um, that's one of those things that, that you want to, that you want to keep going in the right direction. Now, Points. This is the one you really want to trend in the right direction. Steelers were 12th in the NFL in points going into week four. They went from 12th to 13th, up to 10th, back to 12th, up to 7th, up to 7th. That was following the Cleveland game and then settled back to 9th after giving up 27 points this past week. So they went from out of the top 10 to in the top 10. So that's what you want to keep doing is rising even more from that and go from, you know, hey, let's start keeping teams to, to, to less points and they could get all the way up to top five. When you look at rushing yards given up, the Steelers have actually, they're trending in the wrong direction here. So this is something they really need to work on. They were 10th in the NFL going into week four. Then they went to 11th, up to ninth, then down to 12th for two weeks. And now they're 15th. That's something that really needs to, that, that, that could be a point of emphasis is stopping the run. But when it comes to stopping the pass, they're going in the right direction. They were 20th in the NFL going into week four. Then they were 19th for two weeks, 15th, 13th, and then then back up to 15th after last week going into the Detroit Lions. So, <clears throat> excuse me. That's where the Pittsburgh Steelers are trending right now. This is a young team. This is a team that's not going to be a finished product. You want them to win as many games as they can along the way. 
you almost have to look at last year and say, hey, what if the Steelers might have dropped one, one or two along the way? Do you think they might have finished a little bit stronger? We'll never know because it didn't happen. But what, all I know was that there was a problem with the trajectory last year with the way things were going. Um, I still think a lot of that has to go with offensive predictability and what they were doing there, um, which I don't believe is the case. I even had to bring this up before. Um, don't want to beat a dead horse, but you know, people were complaining about the Steelers running the ball on second and 15 and only getting a yard and they ran with Benny Snell. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just glad they did. They did something that I wasn't expecting. You know, heaven forbid they line up and do exactly what the defense thinks they're going to do every time. That's what we got with Randy land. I don't, I don't want that. Does it mean it always works? No. But even if you want to get that one yard on second and 15 and you're like, well, that didn't work. Oh, well, now we're stuck with really bad third and long. Why would you ever do that? Who's to say the next time you're in second and long, next thing you know, they got to say, oh, we got to make sure we're watching the run. And it gives just enough of an opening to have a big play on a pass play. You just never, you, you know, sometimes you just have to do things to keep teams guessing, keep them honest, things like that. So hopefully this team can continue to move forward, continue to improve, get some wins along the way. And most importantly, go get that win at Heinz Field this week. No letdown against a team that's 0 and 8. You don't want to be that team that gives them their first victory. Go out there, take care of business. I don't care if they win by 50, if they win by 15, or if they win by five, or if they win by one. Go get the win. Go get the win, do what you have to do, and keep improving along the way. Thanks for joining me. Make sure you're checking out all of our podcasts. We've had we had a lot of them compressed because of the Monday night game uh, where we where we had wow, we put out a lot of podcasts on Tuesday. But uh, we're back to our regular schedule. Just make sure you're checking it all out and make sure you're checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. So thanks for, for joining me again here on a Thursday morning. And as I always end with, thanks for geeking out. 